Hey everybody, Coach here. Thanks for taking a few minutes. Uh, I hope whatever you're doing, wherever you're going, you've, you've brought us along and you learn a little something here like you do every week. Hey, I wanted this week's episode to firmly delineate between two distinct horticultural practices because there are some that understand it and there are more that do not. We are looking at landscaping versus gardening as far as terms and actual practices. There is a vast amount of difference and a completely different approaches to each. Let's get into this one, shall we? Thanks for joining in the bowels of winter of 2023. Hey, I'm Matt, you can call me coach. Every Friday I bring with me landscape DIY education, concepts and theories, ideas and solutions, so you guys can go out and tackle a landscape project yourself, get professional results, save a whole lot of money in the process, and in this day and age, be a lot more self-reliant. Man, after a 20 plus year career in the green industry, I'm bringing with me a lot of knowledge and experience that I wanna share with you guys, the new, modern, educated, self-reliant homeowner of today. You know, there are dozens of channels on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram, I'm sure. I only focus in on YouTube and I focus in on a few of the channels of this genre, but there are dozens of channels and blogs and sites that are rooted in the gardening genre, the, the horticultural genre. Some of those popular YouTube channels and Instagram accounts and stuff had hundreds and hundreds of thousands of subscribers and followers, and even some over a million. My gosh, some try to blend gardening and landscaping to appeal to all viewers that are looking to either go ooh-ah or learn how to do something in the landscape itself. The most popular channels are the ones where landscaping has set the stage and now, now the ooh-ah of the gardening has entered on to said stage. That would be the, the flowers and the pretties and the gooch. Let's, let's use another analogy. It is basically the icing on the landscaping cake. But you know something? Let's come to a realization first. You have to build that cake before you can put the icing on it. Don't you agree? No cake, no icing. That's pretty simple. You know, landscaping is defined as the process of making a yard or piece of land more attractive by altering the existing design adding ornamental features and replanting, replanting with trees, shrubs, and other plant material. Gardening, on the other hand, is defined as the activity of tending or cultivating a garden, especially as a pastime. So let's try to agree that the two are not one and the same in any way, shape, or form. Yet there are gardeners being landscapers and landscapers trying to be gardeners. I kind of was taught decades ago, the two cannot coincide. You must first have one, then you can have the other. Neither shall occupy the same site, space, or thought. There is also a confusion within the landscape industry itself. Many companies out there, whether legitimate or illegitimate, call themselves landscapers, but essentially there is a confusion with the landscape industry itself. Mow and blows are not landscapers. Let me be clear on that. You know, you could have ABC Landscaping as a business title, but if all you do is go out and 
mow yards, edge yards, blow them down, and move on to the next. Technically, technically, by definition, you are not a landscaper. At least not on a day-to-day -day maintenance route, mowing existing lawns situation. Which I have to say right now, have any of you out there become kind of spellbound off and on by some channels, especially on YouTube, that go out and mow folks' yards for free, film it, and then post it on YouTube. <laughs> I'm guilty many times over. I've watched some of these guys and gals. Those guys and gals are not landscapers. I got to tell you that. Those guys and gals are freaking geniuses. Unbelievable. Yes, they're still having to do the work, but they really provide a hell of a service to maybe people who can't afford to do it themselves. But planting dozens and dozens of flowers in an existing landscape is, yeah, it's kind of a hybrid version of landscaping, sort of. But they're doing it in an existing landscape. Really the only thing that they're altering, by the definition, altering is the miniature colorful bed themselves and they're putting in fresh stock. Then there are the garden tour channels and nothing to take away from them. I mean, they're beautiful to watch. Those folks, those folks that highlight private gardeners and those private gardeners' beautiful efforts the colorful landscapes at people's private homes. Mm, I don't, you know, it's a, it's a morph, it's a morph channel. It's really not a landscaping channel. And it's in a way kind of a, not a DIY, eh, it is kind of a DIY gardening thing. I guess it is, you know, you're just highlighting someone else's work. But on many platforms, there are very few in numbers very few in numbers of professionals or retired professionals that show actual landscaping skills. The taking of a landscape, removing some or all of that existing landscape and rebuilding it into an entirely different look or appearance based on a design that that landscaper came up themselves or from another landscape designer. Either way, you don't see a lot of that. Building that landscape cake, sort of speak, is not as entertaining as seeing all the pretties. Yeah, I get it, I get it. It's, you see a channel where behind the curtain, you've seen a lot, a lot of hard landscaping work. And now you see the pretties that the gardening has taken over. It is, uh, landscaping, it is hard, sweaty, sometimes risky, and oftentimes very hard physical effort to achieve. Now, uh, transparency, what I do here on the podcast and on the YouTube channel is try and teach, try and teach the average Jane and Joe how to do the hard stuff, how to do the landscaping bones of their yard so they can get to the pretties later on and be gardeners if they choose to be. You know, baking that proverbial landscape cake takes several, several more steps than five flats of annuals. It's just plain and simple. Oh, those annuals have their place. 
and their impact during their highlighting part of their season. But in an overall landscaping theme, no. Nah. But not until all the alteration, all the alterations of the new landscape design has been implemented and successfully achieved do those five flats of pretties come on stage and get planted and then you can ooh and ah over them a few weeks down the road. Do you agree or do you disagree? Let me know where you stand on this. Drop me an email, youryardcoach at gmail.com. So if you look at it, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, they don't go to the nursery in springtime in April or May, depending on where you live. Spend $350 or $500 on, you know, 10 to 15 plants and five flats of annuals and some fertilizer. Return home and have a planting party that afternoon or the rest of the weekend and call themselves landscapers. And we did some landscaping on Saturday and Sunday. No, you did some gardening. You did some gardening, which is fine. <laughs> there should be a lot more homeowners out there doing gardening and sprucing up and replenishing pretty in their yard. That's just part of good homeownership responsibility. Now, on the other hand, if the Smiths had replaced their old irrigation valves, all of them, all 10 of them, recontoured the front yard for drainage, installed new low voltage lighting, placed a dozen 500 pound boulders in the new front yard, using a rented mini skid steer and then reseeded or resodded the front lawn, put in some edging and redid the front walkway. Okay, now the Smiths can stand there, puff their chest out and said, we did some landscaping this weekend. And chances are it was probably more than just the weekend, considering how much I just went through. Then I would say uh, they rebaked that landscape cake. Then when they went to the nursery that day, they put the icing on it with some extra pretties. That's the way it should be. And that's the way it's defined. So they landscaped initially, then did some gardening afterwards. So can you switch it between the two? <laughs> yeah, absolutely you can. But 95% of the time, now let me back that up. Let me just say how you can switch it between the two. Say you're landscaping the backyard this year, but next Saturday, during the planning phases of the backyard project, you're doing some gardening by cleaning out the old bed, you're pruning back some perennials, you've replanted some spring annuals, and you did some feeding of the lawn and of the rest of the landscape. So, can you landscape and garden in the same site? Well, technically a front yard and a backyard are not the same site, but they are the same property and they are the same people taking it on. So, eh, you know. Yeah, sort of switch hitting. But 95% of the time you are applying landscaping first somewhere, then enjoying the pastime of gardening later. Please show me where the two coincide in the exact same spot. <laughs> no, it's a landscaping black hole, don't try. Now, in many of the projects I was involved in, including my own properties over the last 40 years, I always landscaped first, then after all was done, and maintenance was caught up on, and maybe it's two or three seasons down the road, I applied the joy of gardening to that newly installed landscape. And I put in my frontal beds of annuals, and I did my corner planting of perennials and bulbs and whatever, you know, and then I enjoyed the pastime of gardening. Either for my own home, 
or at times for others I had done the initial landscaping for, like color switch outs. I had gone to several clients over the years where I had landscaped their front yard in whatever, 2003, and then in 2004, they would call and say, hey, can you come do those beds that you originally planted out and put in color and that kind of stuff for us? Okay, then I went back and did some gardening for them. Then on a few occasions, and this would be my own personal property, then on a few occasions, I would garden all year long. I would, I, I had already got the initial landscape in, everything was going great, I was taking care of everything, and I would do my, my pretty corners and other stuff that you've seen in some B-roll of Weed Patch Ranch. And then, then, I would get a wild hair. I'd get a wild hair up my butt and jump back into landscaper beast mode and redo an area into a totally different look. For instance, for instance, there was uh, the sunset deck out in front. And I'd initially put in the lawn and the trees and the perennials and the boulders and irrigation and all the landscaping. And I went back and I gardened one weekend and I put in the uh, stacked slate urn water feature and hooked that up. Now, could you call that landscaping? Eh, no, because I, I don't know, I guess. But I would landscape that new water feature in and then I would plant color and ground cover and other stuff around it. So I think it's landscaping with the water feature and then gardening with the color afterwards. Finish that project, then the new garden area, you know, it got the pretties later on. Done right, seriously, done right, landscaping requires many, many steps and processes. Gardening does not. Same applies to other things. An example would be interior design work. How many times have you seen on DIY channels or HGTV or any of those other places where the interior design turned out so beautiful. It was marvelous. But you know something? Beautiful colors, beautiful paint, furniture, accessories only work in that realm when the foundation has been poured, the walls have been built, drywall has been applied, electrical, plumbing, etc. has been installed. Then the interior designer can go in and make it look beautiful and the ooh and the ah. So I guess I'm the teacher of landscape cake building and not a teacher of icing creation. As the saying goes, now I'm done. The front yard that cries out for landscaping does not need a gardener. Be clear on that. We all have that house in the neighborhood. We've seen those yards. Those yards do not, do not just need a planter full of color out on the front porch. You know, it's a start, but it's basically only a small one hour dabbling in gardening when it needs a surgical landscaper to rip it out and put it in new. So you want to learn how to build that new landscape cake yourself? Would you like to know how to save thousands or tens of thousands of dollars on a landscape makeover? Then I got you. That entirely is my jam and the whole purpose behind this podcast and that YouTube channel. I hope you're still with me. Check out the YouTube channel this week where I cover this in much more graphic detail with Maestro's help. And watch for some different yard coach approaches coming later this year. As always, to your landscape success and yes, okay, fine, your gardening success as well. I'll see you next Friday, either on the channel or on the podcast. If you got questions, comments, or some confusion, by all means, give me a ring.
youryardcoach at gmail.com. Hey, don't forget to check the website, youryardcoach.com, and check out the DIY education that I give you. Some of it is free, some of it is not, but it's very reasonably priced for the amount of value you get out of it. Your support is always welcome. You can check out the join button on the YouTube channel and have a pro like me at your disposal for your landscape consults and your questions. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Yard Coach Podcast. Don't forget to head over to the website at youryardcoach.com where you will find more DIY landscape education, including the free 15-step DIY landscape checklist, Coach Matt's ebook called Landscaping Simplified, and the flagship digital course, Homescape 1.0. As always, if you have any questions or comments, you can email Coach Matt directly at youryardcoach at gmail.com. We'll see you right here next week.